You're listening to Holy Family Parish in Hanover, Ontario, Canada. We're so glad you could join us for this presentation. For more podcasts and video, and to learn more about us, visit our website at holyfamily.ca. Sunday's Gospel applied to mission. It's the Thursday night appetizer. You sounded angry, Sam. I am angry. I'm always angry. You're not always angry. I'm usually angry. No. These days. In these hey. dark times. I... In these dark times? Yeah. Oh. Okay. I don't want to give anyone cause for alarm to think they're worried to be worried about me though. Is that why you're wearing all black? You literally are. Wait, you were helping out at a funeral earlier. Yeah, I changed out of my dress shirt. Uh, good evening, everyone. We're recording on Thursday afternoon. And a very pleasant afternoon it is. Unfortunately, we was kind of a serious situation locally where the uh, forum, which is a local rooming house, rooming house, burnt a lot bar, of people in the house. bar rooming pool, house, pool house. Yeah, just this morning here in Hanover. So it's going to make life pretty rough for uh, people who used to live there. Yep. And uh, yeah, you know when I was looking at this passage as you were getting the tech ready, Sam, I was thinking. Sometimes people reading the Bible are people who are doing fairly well, because most of the time, you might assume most people are doing fairly well, but the reality is some of the time they're having a really bad day. Like people in the people, Bible? Yeah. Well, and the people who might read the Bible, like the people oh, who yeah. live at the forum. We got a call today um, here at Holy Family, and parish secretary and I was trying to support someone, really, really hard situation that they're dealing with. Mm -hmm. And, you know, it's, and he's turning to the Lord for help and, we're convinced that God is speaking to us through these words of the Bible, and He is. But I just want to throw it out there. If you're watching or listening and you're having a really bad day, these words are for you too. It's not just for people having a good day. In fact, maybe even more important in that case. So um, we're going to look at a passage which is one of a whole set of readings uh, that Jesus said before He was going to die. So they're always very important words because they're amongst His last words. And... Uh, Today, we're going to start a, a series called This is Personal. Uh, so each week, we're going to be looking at different ways in which God has called us and chosen us. God loves us and knows us. And as Romans chapter 8 says, he's given us a spirit of adoption. Like, mm. In other words, faith is a gift from God. So here's a backgrounder. Many of us grew up in a family with faith is something shared with us. We learned to read the Bible. We were taken to church. We prayed before bed. Others did not grow up with faith. Nevertheless, we can all find ourselves asking whether God knows us personally. Does God really care about me? Do I matter to him? Faith can also mean that you need to respond to answer God's call. Faith is your yes to God. Jesus comes to us from God to show us the way to answer God's invitation. This is when faith becomes personal. This is personal. So these words of Jesus that Sam's going to read for us to reflect upon shortly, spoken as he faced his own death, speak from his heart to our heart. He is going to be broken on the cross, pierced in his heart, and laid in the tomb. Jesus shows us that faith is not just a belief about God, it is a gift offered at a sacrifice. And even if you don't believe in God, God believes in you. For God, faith is very personal. In this passage we're about to hear, Jesus promises that he and his Father will come and make his home with us. Imagine how our hearts, sometimes indifferent or hardened, 
sometimes lost in sin, sometimes drowned in despair, can actually be opened to receive God. And God does not wait until we're perfect to come to us. God does wait to come in. He makes us an incredible offer. He will come and make his home with us. We receive his Holy Spirit to be our counselor and teacher. This is personal and nothing will ever be the same. That's our background for this week, Sam. Wonderful. You want to lead us in prayer? and Very, then... very hopeful backgrounder. Too hopeful? No, I was just thinking about homes, you know, like yeah, all the people that lost their homes. I figure about maybe about 30 or 35 people that lived at the forum that are probably homeless right now. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Hi. How are you? Good. So the passage we're going to be reading today is from the Gospel of John. Yeah. And I believe you can read it. You can see it on your screen. Jesus answered him, if someone loves me, he will keep my word and my father will love him and we will come to him and make our home with him. Whoever does not love me does not keep my words. And the word which you hear is not mine, but the father's who sent me. These things I have spoken to you while I am still with you. But the counselor, the Holy Spirit, whom the father will send in my name, he will teach you all things and bring to your remembrance all that I have said to you. Peace I leave with you, my peace I give to you. Not as the world gives do I give to you. Let not your hearts be troubled, neither let them be afraid. You heard me say to you, I go away and I will come to you. If you loved me, you would have rejoiced, because I go to the Father, for the Father is greater than I. And now I have told you before it takes place, so that when it does take place, you may believe. I'm ready to start whenever you are, Sam. Okay. Shall I start? Sure. Okay. Um, Jesus' words, he's saying, the Holy Spirit will bring to your remembrance all that I have said to you. And um, it kind of made me, maybe I went that way because of what you were talking about. It's like, it's very easy sometimes to have faith when things are going well. And to tell yourself, to, for me to tell myself, I'm, I'm fine. I believe, I believe God. I believe everything he tells me. Life is wonderful. God is blessing me. And that is at least half of life. But the other half is not like that especially for some people. Um, and, and I think that's when we really, maybe both times, we really need to be reminded of what Jesus has said to us. Um, I think sometimes for me, when things are going very well, I do forget about him and what he said, or at least take him for granted. Um, on the other hand, I think when things are hard, I need to be reminded that the darkness is not going to win out, that, that Jesus is still with me. So kind of mm -hmm. that's why I think I went with... Uh, he will the holy spirit will bring to your remembrance all that i've said to you um so for me i guess the um and that's one of my favorite lines in the whole bible is peace i leave with you my peace mm -hmm. i give to you not as the world gives do i give yeah and we've talked about that before the difference between the peace that god gives and the peace the world gives that just seems like it's in short supply at times yeah that kind of peace and i think that's one of the things you know along with joy and love one of the and hope one of the things we all long for is peace Mm-hmm. Um, you know, if you ask, well, well I, I mean, probably if you ask people, what do they want? They wouldn't say peace, but certainly anytime there's conflict or upheaval, we sort of long for things just to be like, just to settle down, you know? Yeah. Like just to be like, I don't know, manageable and calm and peace. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I know I could certainly use that in my life. And, and I, I like what you said too. It's, it's hard to. And it's hard to be there for people in the name of God, like we are working from, for the church. Not always having a simple solution to people's problems is really difficult. Yeah. Um, you know, like it's, it just seems like, oh, it's so easy to say, you know, well, 
you know, like these are the words of Jesus, peace I leave with you, my peace I give to you. Well, I don't feel peace. I don't mm -hmm. feel, I don't feel like my life is, makes sense at the moment. Feel or like externally I'm, things are just not at peace. Externally they're not. And, and then I'm reminded that that's not the kind of peace, right? Not as the world gives. Right. So I think what he means is that he'll be with, I will make my home in you and be with you even when externally you're in turmoil and chaos. I will be the peace um, that resides with you, right? Like that, like our, our line, make your, that he'll make your, his home with us. Yeah. Mm -hmm. You know, that reminds me of this, um, this is idea of feedback loops, which I'm not going to get into because I don't know the, technically what a feedback loop is, but you know, in sound, you get, you get feedback Yeah. because you get two sources of sound that are kind of hearing each other. No. Nope. What is it? You explain it because you actually know. It's when, um, so when sound is being amplified or increased, and then the sound comes back into the system from the speaker or what what's being increased. So, if you Something had a like a loud squeal, right? If you had a microphone too close to the speaker, the sound is coming out of the, it's coming in into the into the system, being amplified, sent out, and then going back into the system in a loop. Right. So it's a loop. It's also like a cascade because it increases. Sometimes it'll squeal all of a sudden, but what's really happening is it's building and building and building really rapidly. Sometimes you get like a slow build mm. and it sort of just resonates until it's, till it's filling the room. Yeah. So feedback loop in our thinking or what do you mean? In, if, if you're in a really bad situation, a feedback loop to me is like, I've, I've been in these kind of, I'm using the term by analogy, a feedback loop, just as an example of like, I <laughs> make things worse because I start to focus on how bad things are and kind of panic, if you like, that's why you're looking at it. Not always panic. Like you said, it could be a slow build. Just get down, get into a downward spiral. Sometimes people use that term. But one of the things that for that to happen, I've got to kind of get sucked in to the turmoil. Okay. Mm -hmm. And I'm thinking that um, the kind of peace that Jesus can offer is a bit like um, just like turning off the microphone so that there's no feedback loop anymore because there's no longer sound going into the system mm, I, I thought or, you were or moving it away. I thought you were going to say that when we, we look for things that sort of reinforce how we're feeling. Right. Rather than like looking for like a way to like feel better or solutions, we tend to look for like, you know, like, let's say we're oh, like, yeah, yeah. let's say for you're sure. angry with someone. Right. You look for reasons to continue to be angry or that you're, you're justifying your anger. Right. And one of that person. That is kind of it. And what I'm saying that the, like the flip side of that is basically what I think Jesus is offering us is equivalent to either moving the mic away or just turning it off, turning off the speaker maybe yeah. even, and just saying, okay, I just got to allow myself to be reminded. That was my word, reminded. He will bring to your remembrance all that I've said to you. Remember who I am. Remember what's really important here. Remember that Jesus is with me and allow him to kind of guide my mind and heart. And it's, that's a bit like breaking that, that negative spiral or, or cycle that he's talking about. I mean, I, I think this is really practical. That night when he's talking, he's foreshadowing the next day. He's prophesying. They'll need to be reminded because in the middle of the turmoil, after he's arrested and crucified, it's, it's a downward spiral for these guys, for the, the men and women who follow Jesus on that occasion. And I don't think we're any different. No. And the Holy Spirit is that peace giver mm -hmm. that comes to us. As he said, we should rejoice. Yep. Right? Yep. Um, if you loved me, you would have rejoiced, you know, knowing, knowing that what is coming is better than, uh, than he could have given himself. Mm -hmm. The Holy Spirit has the power to reach us in our, I'm thinking about Alpha now. 
Yeah. Because last sure. night was about the Holy Spirit. Yeah. And we had an opportunity to pray for um, everyone on the gr- in the group, including mm-hmm. the team. So the t- the hosts and I, we uh, we walked around and prayed for each person quietly. There was some music playing in the background, and we had the lights off, and and um, we just had the opportunity to lay hands on people and pray for the Holy Spirit to fill them. Right. It was really a, really a powerful moment, and you could sense a peace, and and uh, you know it's no they're no exception. All of us in that room have things going on in our lives that are just anything but peaceful, mm-hmm. you know. But yet somehow. The Holy Spirit moves and doesn't fix everything. Doesn't always make me feel better either. Somehow I know that I'm not alone and I know that he's there. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It's so important. And I think that's the invitation for anyone listening is, um, I think it takes a bit of a, it takes some effort to even get to the point where you can just pause and, and allow the Holy Spirit to remind you of what Jesus said to you. One way to do that is simply actually to read the Bible, to read these words, especially like John chapter 14. Just be reminded, he offered us peace. He told us that we could rejoice even when it looks like he's not with us. And I think that is so important because that's where I think the, our overall theme is, this is personal. Like our faith is, it's objective, it's given. There's a set of teaching. There's a book called the Catechism, which is incredible. Um, but in order to receive what Jesus wants to offer us, the knowledge guides and shapes what we think, but it needs to be received with a heart that has been filled by the Holy Spirit to, to re- like really center us or ground us, to use like fashionable terms from a few years ago, um, but really to be grounded in Christ, which is most important here. I also love the word home. Mm, yeah. Um, that was another word that stood out to me. Um, again, we're, we just finished the Alpha series with uh, the youth group last Saturday. So the, it was a session on the church. A different Alpha series with the A with different the Alpha series with right, the right. So we just did the one on the church. Um, and they have a testimony from the two, the youth pastors from Hillsong Church. Right. Who get up and they're, they're talking about what church means to them. And what I always strikes me about that is every Hillsong Church has a mat, a big welcome mat that says welcome home mm. at the front doors. And um, I just, I think that's just beautiful. Like a home is a place that... It is unlike any other place. And, you know, we're talking about our theme. This is personal. Yeah. And Unify starts tomorrow night. Come on out if you can. Right here in the parking lot. Weather permitting. Weather permitting right there is where Unify is going to be. Oh, sorry. To make sure that. Oh, and I just spilled coffee. Just poured on your shoe. coffee in your shoe. Oh, my. <laughs> oh, wow. They look pretty durable shoes, though. And, and all over this. Oh, paper doesn't matter. Yeah. So, uh, what was I saying? Oh, yeah. Um, this is personal. Like, Home is a place where you can be yourself. Right. It's a place where you you return over and over again at the important part, parts of life. And that's what that's what God is saying to you and to us. I will make my home with you. I'm going to basically make make you your life a home base, a place where I can return, mm. um, a place where you can be yourself, where you don't have to pretend to be something you're not, where you can be uh, have ups and downs and laugh and cry. No one will judge you. Yep. Um, all of those things. That's the kind of relationship God wants with us. And it's just incredible. And one of, one of our overall themes, we've got, uh, we've we got have... all kinds of fans walking by as we're recording. <laughs> uh, it's okay. We, we got families uh, picking up kids from yeah. school and kids leaving school. So we're just saying hi to some of the people. Yeah. They're hoping to get in on this giant extravaganza of our recording. Yeah. No, and just they kidding. just made their first communion last Is weekend. Is that right? Yeah, That's so. wonderful. Yeah. I didn't great, know that. Nice family. Yep. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but anyway, 
home. Yeah. And, um, and the word home makes me think of the church because, um, I, I have a, I have a, like a personal connection to this church, the Holy family Mm -hmm. that, um, for whatever reason drew me in as a place like that, a place that, that is like home for me when I was younger and uh, it stuck, it stuck with me. Now I call it my, my home in lots of ways, even though I have struggles with it and we have challenges. That's like home though. Like home is is too. Exactly. Sometimes you just want to leave and run away. Right. Yeah. So I think, I think the thing about the father and Jesus making their home with us and in us is like you were saying, as you were saying earlier, um, for good reason, I think we don't always let everybody know everything that's going on. We just don't, but, but there's a place within ourselves where we can do that and trust that we will be known and loved. Like our theme says, our, our sub subtitle for our theme, God knows you and loves you. He calls you and chooses you. And, um, one of the things that we're going to focus on in the upcoming weeks will be, um, how he gives us a spirit of adoption. That's from Romans chapter eight. Ah. You love that one? I don't know I, if I can talk about it. Cause it's too much. I'm supposed to be giving the talk on January 3rd or uh, January, June 3rd. Yeah. Which is about adoption. But we heard a speaker, uh, last week at the, at the March. Right. March for life. And yeah, Ottawa. the March for life in Ottawa. That's what the shirt is. Right. I am for life. Um, and he was, he has a, a story of adoption and I was just a, I was just a case the whole time. Hmm. I could hardly sit there. So powerful, mostly because of, of the, the image of our being adopted by God into his family, chosen by him mm-hmm. to be adopted is to be chosen. Right. 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 Absolutely. To be seen, to be chosen and to be brought into a family. And it's interesting that this, this passage, Jesus telling is telling us that we become a home for God to come and live in. And it means that you and I, and each one of us is made for God. I mean, God, God made us so that we can receive him, not just believe in him out there, but like actually receive him within ourselves. And this, that's an amazing thing to say that, that God wants to come and, and make his home in each one of us. Well, it also makes you a tabernacle, right? Right. It makes you like, it makes you something sacred. So tabernacle has two meanings. One for Catholics, yeah. <laughs> the box in the church. Um, if you're not familiar with this, it's a often beautifully ornate, given special reverence when we're, we're in a Catholic church where the body of Christ, the Eucharist is, is stored between masses and between the times it's shared with people mm-hmm. to receive them. It is also in the old Testament, which is where we got the term of the church. Um, the, the special tent, it means tent basically that, the um, word means tent t- tabernacle basically means tent. Yeah. Uh, where God came to dwell with his people actually live with and among them in, in a mysterious I think a long way. word like tabernacle would mean more. More than 10. Like the dwelling place of God or something like that. You know, I don't know the etymology <laughs> to use a, a term that our friend Kate. Yeah, our friend Kate. Maybe she can look that up. Look up the word tabernacle. tabernacle. I should look it up some more, but I think it means uh, something like tent. But that's amazing that you become a tabernacle. Yeah. Because you become the home of the indwelling God. That's the Holy Spirit and the Trinity lives within each Christian. That's just amazing. There's um, something extremely sacred. And this is really tied into what we mean when we talk about baptism. What is baptism about? We're actually going to be talking to a friend of ours in a, in a few minutes this afternoon about wanting to have his kids baptized. And we have to, we know, we know the teaching, we know the doctrine, but you know, that your children are worthy, have been made worthy by God to receive him within themselves, that the Holy Spirit uh, comes and dwells within us, that spirit of adoption you were talking about, which means that every single person is of incredible worth, infinite worth in God's eyes. 
you and this is where we, we need to talk about mission because part of our mission part of our message why jesus gives us himself and the father and the holy spirit to live within us is because people need to know that because we're living in a world where that's not the reality like you know the our rooming the rooming house down the down the road which is a pretty hard place to live to start with burns down and people are already struggling where what, ha what happens next and and it challenges us here as christians how do we respond mm -hmm. um but but I think what I'm reassured by, and this is important for me as a Christian, is that I can't by myself do everything that I feel like I need to do. I can't do it. Mm -hmm. But God, if I let him, will guide me to share his faith with, to share my faith with people so it becomes personal for them so that they can receive the greatest gift, which I can possibly give them in ways that he will direct. I don't have to be pushy, but I do need to be open about where I receive my strength. That's the mission aspect of what he's saying to us that we can then pass on to others. Mm -hmm. Yeah, there's a song called Make Your Home in Me mm. along this theme. Right. And um, that, it yeah. starts out by saying that, you know, Jesus said, um, foxes of dens, birds of nests, but son of man has nowhere to lay his head. Right. Is this this idea that Jesus actually was homeless. Mm -hmm. Like he didn't actually have a an establishment he didn't. Where he yeah. called home. Yep, yep. Right? He just kind of was nomadic, kind of wandered around. Um, and the funny thing about that is that he wants, that, so we need to be his home, right? He has no home except us. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Which is kind of funny. So then he, it's a Eucharistic song. So it's about, it's about receiving the Eucharist and about God making, Jesus making his home in us, in our soul, mm -hmm. when we invite him in through the Eucharist. So it's a nice song. It's never really took root here. I don't know why. But it says something very important. And I think mm -hmm. over the next few weeks, um, both here on Thursday Night Appetizer and at our Unified Services, we're going we're gonna to keep sharing more about um, what it means when we say that our faith is personal, that, our, that God actually does actually love you and care about you and know about you and call you and choose you. Um, in fact, he, he, he's, he's calling things out of you that maybe you don't even see in yourself. Yeah. And that's that's the mission aspect of what we're talking about is mm -hmm. that he's going to he's going to find ways that um, help you find ways that you can share what you've received and and um, really i think it's worth it's good to pray about that ask him show me lord how i can be a light for other people how i because you're now li living in me if i'm if i'm your follower if i've been baptized into you and 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 find ways to invite other people to know just how important and amazing they are in your eyes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. How are we doing, Sam? Bright out here. Yeah, I guess it's a bit of glare. Sun is reflecting. We're in the shade, but yeah. I should get my sunglasses out. Yeah. Sun is reflecting off of vehicles. There's a lot of white vehicles around here for some reason. Um, anyway. That reminds me, when Moses went up to see God in Exodus, um, and he came back down, the people were scared because yeah. his face was shining yeah. from that encounter. And so they, when it, whenever he came down, they asked him to put a cut, like a veil on his face so that it wouldn't scare them or freak them out. And when Jesus appeared, uh, all the gospels reflect this event called the transfiguration, where he goes up a mountain with a few of them, Peter, James, and John. And then his, his face is shining. Hi, good. How are you? Yeah. Yeah. Can't remember that lady's name, but he's a friend of us. Petra. Petra. That's right. Yeah. Picking up her kids from school too. Um, yeah, and Jesus' face is, is shining like uh, it's as bright as as brighter than anyone could make white clothing on this earth, like mm -hmm. bleach or whatever would make it. More fans. More fans. Well, friends anyway. Yeah, <laughs> I don't know about fans. no. Hi. Hello. Good. Good. 
Yeah, this is kind of a fun uh, spot to record, oh, especially yeah. this time of day with uh, people we know going people by. People walking by all the time. Sure. Yeah. And uh, maybe, maybe that's like, at least for my, my closing thought would be what we're experiencing, you more than me, but me a little bit, is uh, how, how amazing it is to be recognized. I was just thinking about that, yeah, you know? Yeah. That's when you feel at home. Yeah, like Jose last night. Right. Playing soccer with your yeah, son, Jesse. Yeah, we got to the soccer field and there was Jose, a friend that my son Jesse had just met last weekend at youth group. Yeah. Every second Saturday night after 7 o'clock mass. So that's 8 to 12. Um, that's how God wants to be with us. <laughs> he wants to be someone yeah, who we as, recognize. As soon as Jose saw him coming, he was like, hey, Jesse, you know. Yeah. There's a, you know, that moment when you know, you know somebody at something new is a big deal, right? Yeah. It changes the whole experience. And some, for some reason, God actually cares whether we recognize him so that he is at home with us. Yeah. And it's not just what he wants to give us. He also, he also wants something from us. He actually wants you to be a person whom he knows and who knows him. He, yep. he wants to be known by you. That's, I mean, it's not, it's not all one way by any means. That's what, that's why Jesus came to earth so that we could, for the first time, people could actually see the face of God and mm -hmm. then know that even when he's going to leave us, which he does, he leaves them after a few weeks, uh, goes back to the father. They can still make a home for him within themselves. I think that's it for me for today, Sam. Okay. What are you thinking? I'm thinking the same. Okay. Let us give thanks to God. Thank you, God. I was going to pray a bit. Okay. <laughs> well, that is a prayer. I know. It's a great prayer. Um, God, our Father in heaven, you've given us these moments of um, reflecting on your word for those, for Sam and me, and for anyone who might be watching or listening. We give you thanks in our hearts and on our lips uh, that you have seen us to be worthy of you, that you actually want to come and live within us that you um, call us and choose us, you know us and love us, you give us the spirit of adoption. We are truly royalty and even greater than royalty, we are called into your divine life. So thank you, God, Father, Son, and Spirit for these and all your blessings. We know that life is hard, life is dark. Maybe for anyone watching or listening right now, maybe for Sam and me today and definitely for people we've, we've encountered today. And we ask for a special blessing on those for whom these amazing words are just hard to understand, hard to hear right now. May God open your hearts so that you will truly be able to receive him and know that these words are for you as well. And we pray all these things in the name of Jesus Christ, our Lord. Amen. Amen. Don't forget tomorrow night, Unify Spring Series. This is personal. It's going to be fantastic. It's going to be right here in the parking lot. Uh, we are going to be here starting at 6.30. 6.30, doors open. 6.30, there's no doors. doors We're in the outdoors. Open. There, we, we don't have doors. Of but course, if we have bad weather, we might be inside. If we have bad weather, we might be inside. But uh, if uh, the weather's nice, bring a lawn chair mm -hmm. and uh, we're going to park them right over there. And um, yeah, it's going to be great. So uh, I invite you to come and bring a friend. Bring whoever you want. It's meant for seekers, which is all of us who are seeking God to know him, to have him make, make his home in our, in our hearts. So, Amen. Amen. And if you can't make it to Unify, you can always watch. Otherwise, we'll see you next week on Thursday night. Appetizer. Appetizer. Take care. Bye, everybody.